0: Good afternoon and welcome to Mr. element Podcast. It is Monday, October 14th. Skins won the toilet bowl, the tank bowl, whatever you want to call it bowl, with the Dolphins 1716 here to talk about that. It's the Ryan Fitzpatrick, my Josh Rosen, Matt Turrell. Hey Matt. Hi Jamie, how are you? Hey man pretty good uh i think i get you're the fitzpatrick because i think he came in in the fourth quarter and almost won the game that the dolphins didn't want
1: to win well it's awkward because i have the beard uh but i'm also the jewish one so really it could go either way on this
0: yeah an odd fitz rosen combo yeah Uh, yeah okay well moving on um so they won the redskins won no
1: longer winless Bill, bill callahan gets the w uh you're driving all these Uh,
0: things happen
1: i'm 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 actually sitting but i had to close the window because i'm sitting outside a uh, pumpkin patch i'd like to wish everybody a happy autumn and a delightful indigenous person's day uh yeah but so that's that's what's actually going on does bill callahan get the win do we do we want to credit him with anything here i guess i mean was he supposed to get the loss I I don't know. I I feel I feel like this is literally I'm trying to stop saying literally. So pretend I didn't say that. But I feel like this Mm. is just about the worst possible result for the Redskins. Um, You know,
0: I, I think it is like the bottom of the barrel in terms of like all time NFL wins. This is the least impressive win possible.
1: Yes. Correct. And it's the least impressive win when losing would have actually improved your situation.
0: Well that I the, the only way it could be the only way it could be a less impressive win is if the draft picture was more clear and settled, like if it was a week seventeen. Oh
1: good point. You know? Good then point. it would have
0: been less impressive. So he, okay, let's just get this out of the way right now. Were you rooting for them to win or lose?
1: Uh I was if you
0: were rooting at all.
1: If you cared at all. If I cared at all, I would have been rooting for them to lose. Um I did not care. I, I, I watched red zone instead of watching the game. So, you know,
0: okay. So I didn't watch the game either. And maybe people should just tune out, but uh, I, I did want them to win. Really? Like if I cared at all, I was, I was hoping that they would win. Yes. Because it's the sixth game of the season. And like, I don't know, the Redskins might end up being like four and 12. And this win or this loss is the difference between numbers, like draft positions, like four or five. But and, and maybe that matters. Maybe at four is like the best left tackle to replace Trent Williams. And at five is like, I don't know, some dipshit who's going to be a bust. Maybe it all matters. But to me, it's more important that they pick up some wins, not necessarily because I think they're going to go on a playoff run or anything crazy, but because if they're winning games and keeping it together, like maybe that means that some of the players on the roster already are worth a shit versus if they end up with the first pick overall
1: the roster is not worth a shit <laughs> at, at all. What uh, I'm i not sure. I agree with you here because I think the key is if you were rooting at all and what I'm hearing, uh, I, I'm uh, uh, for me, I wasn't rooting because I don't care about them. I don't like any decisions they've made. I don't like where they are. I don't like the way they talk to us. So like at that <laughs> point, I just want them to lose. Um, <laughs> If I had a rooting interest, yes, I would root for the Redskins because that's what I do. But they've really, at this point, they've really broken me um, to a certain extent. This was the game for some reason. You'll remember my thoughts on Adrian Peterson. That is, I don't like him. Um, But this was the one where I really uh, remembered him whining his way out of New Orleans and realizing that in a good organization, when the aging, decrepit running back, Complains about not getting carries, he gets cut and replaced by better players all the way around, and the team goes on to success whereas in this organization, when the aging running back whines about not getting carries it 's the final nail and the coach getting fired, and then he 's allowed to run twenty uh, whatever times for a hundred whatever yards and gets to feel all smug about himself, despite the fact that that 's a miserable showing against the worst defense in the league so like that just that whole thing in is like a microcosm of why I'm so angry with this team. See, I would rather Adrian
0: Peterson get a hundred plus yards than for the Redskins leading rusher for the fifth,
1: for the sixth straight week to have like 19. Mm, no, see, I don't agree at all with that regardless of who it is. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would, I would rather see Adrian Peterson burst into flames than get a hundred yards. Like I just, he annoys me. <laughs> um, so
0: I guess so, where I'm coming from is like to root for them to, lose the game and to lose every game and go zero and 16 and get the number one pick like that that to me is is just it's it, if that happens then you're starting completely from scratch albeit with the same ownership intact versus mm-hmm. like if they
1: have games like this where they have the, the, the league's worst win of all time yeah where, where they <laughs> eke out a <laughs> one-point win over a team that is actively trying to lose. Like, yeah, but I mean, on some level like a wins a win.
0: Like the Cowboys lost at home to the Jets last night. Yeah. I mean, in uh, You know what I mean? I mean? Like like you you should beat Miami, but you, you know, to me I ra- here's what, I guess what I'm saying is this. I'd rather they go, I don't know, 5 and 11, 6 and 10. The offensive line is effective enough that we can have 100-yard rushing games. Like that's like Terry McLaurin can be a playmaker. Like Jonathan Allen can be getting sacks. Landon Collins is worth a shit. Like suddenly you have pieces of a roster and of a rebuild that don't necessitate you to start from nothing.
1: But I don't, I don't take that away from this game. I don't take anything away from this game because Well, I don't either.
0: I'm 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 hypothetically saying
1: if they lost this game
0: (laughs) and you're rooting for them to lose every game, then you're kind of rooting for all those players to suck.
1: Well, what's interesting is that I'm not rooting for them to lose every game. I wanted them to lose this game. I would love for them to pull a couple upsets, really show us something and demonstrate the ability to. But yeah. this yeah, week was I was more interested in them humiliating themselves as extremely as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I, okay, I now, I,
0: now you're, we're speaking a common language.
1: <laughs> they, uh, the Bruce Allen press conference really aggravated me. Did you did you have that reaction to it? I
0: I wasn't I was actually kind of delighted. Like that he could give us another one-liner as good as the actually the culture is damn good
1: or whatever it was he said is really impressive. I guess I mean I just he's just so smarmy and it's obvious that he doesn't believe anything he's saying and he doesn't much care if it's true or not. Uh, and he, he just, he's saying what needs to be said and he's very good at that. He's very gifted at just sort of saying the right thing. And I just, as much as we wish that they would talk and there would be some transparency and they would, address the media and speak to people i would rather they not do it if all they're going to do is get up there dodge questions refuse to accept responsibility refuse to acknowledge the situation and basically try to gaslight the entire fan base into thinking that everything is almost this close to being okay
0: yeah i mean uh, uh,
1: there's literally no one arguing with you i'm just using the word literally uh so is this like one of those twitter memes where you say no one literally no one (laughs) Yeah. yeah (laughs) <laughs> and then, and then I make the counterpoint. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I I didn't realize how aggravated I was with them until right before kickoff this week. And it's a combination of things. It's so Bruce Allen's press conference is one thing. Um, my family got real into the Mystics fi- in the finals. and I'm, I'm not claiming we watched mm. before is a, then. Is that a
0: Van Morrison reference you just made, or is that an accidental Van Morrison accidental Van oh.
1: Morrison reference?
0: Yeah, cool. All right.
1: What was the, what's the reference? Unpack it for me. In, into the Mystics. Oh wow! You see, my family yeah, no, got
0: really into the mystics.
1: We did, yeah, yeah So, so uh, it yeah. it was a magical night for a Moon Dance. Um, we we did, and they won a championship, uh, and that was exciting. Even just dipping in at the very end and essentially watching the last five minutes of the movie, it was also, it was exciting.
0: That, I mean, them winning the
1: championship was sweeter than tupelo honey. Uh, <laughs> now, 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 I think I got that one. But uh, no, then the the nationals. Um, have been thrilling beyond measure, right? Like it's been exciting. All of this has reminded me what it's like to root for teams that are, you know, succeeding, which is good, but also trying worth the investment, um, putting in the time and energy needed to build teams that are worth rooting for. It's just, it's really re um, what's the word I'm looking for. It's uh, adjusted my perspective Hmm. on the Redskins. Like uh, what, what's the point of investing in this right
0: now? Yeah. It would be incredible if the Redskins were having the success that the Nationals and Mystics. I mean, it just it would just be amazing. Um, I'm not ready to move off of the skins, though, because I have two more observations. Well, I actually have three more. One is uh, I didn't watch the game, but by all accounts, Josh Rosen was dog
1: shit. Yeah. <laughs> was uh, the, the bits I saw, he was terrible. He I was
0: remember terrible. pre-draft being a very – like very on board with the skins trading like a second or third rounder for Rosen. Um, I don't know. I'm not taking that back. I'm just acknowledging that like there were people like me who thought that getting Rosen was a good idea and maybe it wasn't.
1: I don't know. Yeah, that certainly appears to be the case. Um, And I agree with you. I was also one of those people. He looked really, really bad. If you want to, take the negative side of that it's the reminder that someone a quarterback taken in the first round of the draft really can be that bad bad enough to let him go after the first year uh bad enough you know and and i'm not saying that's happening with anybody on the redskins roster but it is a sobering reminder that the possibility exists
0: okay so it brings me to my second point which is haskins um we've used Rosen as a comp on the bad end of the spectrum for Haskins, and we've used Baker as a comp on the good end of the spectrum. Maybe it turns out they're both on the bad end. I don't know. But what I'm, what, my point is, is that I'm getting, starting to get worried about Haskins.
1: I, I don't, I don't know how you could not be getting worried about Haskins. He, it, it, he should be playing. There's no reason on earth for him not to be playing yeah. either athletically, where Case Keenum is not doing nearly as well as I had hoped he would do or thought he would do. Uh Colt McCoy looked worse than I remembered him being and I remembered him being very bad. Um and Haskins can't crack the field for what reason? Um it, it's a bad sign. You've got it, two like veteran uh
0: like backup to backup plus or starter minus quarterbacks that have been preferred by two different coaches. <laughs> yeah Yeah, that's
1: that's the terrifying thing in a
0: season that is over you know like like okay gruden was playing for his job whatever is callahan coaching for or gruden was coaching for his job is callahan coaching for his job like does anybody think that he's a viable candidate I, i don't know i mean i'm sure he's doing his best uh anyway that's a bad sign and then I don't really know everything. I, I didn't hear the audio on this myself, but I heard Burgundy Blog's retelling of it, of Michael Lombardi with reports from inside the organization, and he's very well sourced inside the organization, with like very bad things to say about Haskins. That's
1: not- Now, I will say that the there were multiple people with sources inside the organization who refuted the Lombardi Ooh. thing and said they were hearing the exact opposite, like Kevin sure. Sheehan... No, not me. It was Kevin Sheehan was talking to Chris Cooley. It was talking to John Kime. I don't remember who, but a lot of those people said, no, we're hearing the exact opposite, uh, that he's a great kid, that he's a coachable kid, that people like him. Um, I I happen to think that Lombardi is an abject moron. Um, I remember listening to him on Bill Simmons' podcast years ago after he had been fired from one of the many jobs he's been fired from, um, where he was just mispronouncing players' names and getting – actual trends wrong and statistics wrong. He just strikes me as a staggeringly stupid human being. Um, so I'm not really inclined to credit him with much. Uh, obviously he's managed to parlay his stupidity into vastly more success uh, than I have managed to parlay my own stupidity into. And I admire him for that. But I just, I, I, I think he seems like someone who genuinely does not like the Redskins management uh, organization, ownership Um, which makes him more or less like a Redskins fan. But um, I just, I I don't know. That doesn't worry me as much as the practical fact that Haskins is not on the field for absolutely no reason that I can understand. That worries me a lot. I really enjoyed Terrell's
0: take from the pumpkin patch just then. That was was good. It did make me feel better. I I should note that the entirety of my Redskins consumption is basically basically what you say to me on this podcast every week. And also like bits and pieces of the Burgundy blog and Redskins talk podcast. That's basically, oh, and like just stray like dad talk when other dads are like, so, you know, or whatever. <laughs> That's the entirety of my, my Redskins consumption. I agree very much on Lombardi as someone who suffered through several episodes of the Lombardi uh, whatever NFL podcast that the ringer God, it to. was so bad.
1: Yeah. It was so bad. Which brings me to my third
0: point. How excited are you about? Mike Tomlin, head coach of the Washington Redskins, I,
1: I I don't even know how to respond to this one. Like I, it, Tomlin, it's definitely co- happening,
0: right? I mean, I, I told you I don't consume much Redskins news. I I, I heard a rumor.
1: Well, seems here's pretty, pretty certain. Here's here's the thing: is Lockenfora is reporting that it's happening, and uh, Shafter is reporting that it's not. And now, if you're going off the Trent Williams incident, Lockenfora has been right about that consistently back into the summer, and everybody else has been wrong. So, um, maybe
0: so strong chance that Snyder is interested in Mike Tomlin slim chance that even if Tomlin left Pittsburgh and was on the market, that he would take that job versus any number of other jobs that would be available to him.
1: Right. So so the report is, as I saw it, that he's being offered 100% total control and the ability to, I believe it was reshape the organization as he sees fit is what he's allegedly being offered. Um, and Snyder doesn't have many pitches he can make, but one of them is, man, this is so bad. We need, we need all the help we can get. I trust <laughs> I'll, you. I'll do this thing. Yeah. that No other right-minded franchise would do. <laughs> exactly. That, that's all. That's all he's got. Now. There are also the reports that uh, Snyder and Tomlin are pals and have been seen palling around at owner's meetings. There are reports that I, d- does really. Yeah. Allegedly. I uh, just, Tomlin's son go to school somewhere around here. Maybe even uh, th- there's there there are a bunch of these. Kinds <laughs> Unless of things.
0: Tomlin's son is Dwayne Haskins, <laughs>
1: I don't know if that matters. Uh, maybe maybe Tomlin's son is Daniel Snyder. I honestly have no idea. Didn't didn't Haskins' kid go to school with Snyder's kid or something like that? Haskins went to school with Snyder's kid. Yeah,
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Haskins. Yeah, that's Haskins. correct. Haskins' kid has probably not been born yet. So. Uh,
1: they, they were at they were in Bullis. Um, mm-hmm. I. I like. I'd be fine with Tomlin, especially if they literally give him genuine organizational control, meaning get rid of Bruce Allen, uh, st- just start over fresh. Like, sure, unless they have to give up draft picks to trade for him, because if you give up the fourth overall pick in the draft for Mike Tomlin, I- I'm I'm not happy as a uh, consumer of your product.
0: Yeah, I mean that's just sad that you would have to do that. Did didn't the Raiders give up draft capital for Gruden or something?
1: No, who would they give it up to? He was at ESPN. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I no, don't. What am I thinking of? Yeah. Anyway, S- somebody gave up uh, draft capital for Gruden. Was it Tampa Bay? I don't know. It doesn't matter.
0: Um. Yeah. So, of course, I would be happy if Tomlin was the coach, removing the draft pick aspect of it. I mean, the dude's averaged like ten plus wins a season for fifteen years. The Redskins have won ten plus games in a season. I don't know three times in the past 25 years and I don't know how to I don't know how much you credit Tomlin for that or how much you discredit the Redskins coaches for that but just based on track record he he seems above and beyond any reasonable candidate for the position
1: well yet another reason I'm so down on the Redskins is that I really have remembered how much I think all of this systemic problem stems from Daniel Snyder um and he's not going anywhere. So I just I think that anybody who comes in, I think Tomlin will essentially be Marty Schottenheimer. OK, um, mm-hmm. it's it, it, yeah, like a sexy Martin. Sch- Marty Schottenheimer. Yes, yes. I don't just mean in the looks department. Well, I that's mean too, like in his, his actual resume. Yes. His resume, his attitude, his vibe. He'll give better press conferences mm-hmm. than Marty did. He'll do funny things on the sidelines. He'll, mm-hmm. it, it, he'd be he'd be a delight to have in town. I would love mm-hmm. that from that perspective but it's going to it's not going to matter. Snyder's not capable of giving up control for longer than I don't know 8 weeks, half a season, you know? <laughs> Something like that. Uh
0: Tomlin, by the way, uh product of William and Mary, right?
1: Yes, I believe so.
0: D we call do we call that the DMV? I don't know. I don't know if it, it extends to Colonial Williamsburg.
1: I I consider Colonial Williamsburg to be right on the uh out the border of the Tidewater area, sort of that the seven five seven kind of thing. Um, okay. Which there's a like the Redskins have a little gravity down there, right? Like yeah. a little bit of an attraction. No, pole. it's a it's a Redskins yeah. it's a Redskins mm-hmm. stronghold. I, mm-hmm. I I did briefly live in Norfolk, and they are still Redskins fans. D'Angelo Hall, memorably from Tidewater. Um, who else? Bunch oh, of who guys. could for, who could forget that uh, yeah. the Vic the Vic guys I believe are from somewhere out that way. Um, the Vicks, yeah. You know the Vicks <laughs> from down the street. <laughs> How deep are we going to go with this? You know, there was like uh, Ronald Curry. Yeah, there you go. All these people, Allen Iverson. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, Famed yeah. <laughs> Might as well have been. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm so. I'm so over this team, Jamie. It's just. It's really hard to explain. I do like the, the I mean, see, I feel like the stuff that you're
0: you're upset about is also the stuff that I just love as a sad sack Redskins fan. Like I love the Bruce Allen quote that's going to be mocked until the end of time. I love the report in in week six of the season that the skins are going after Mike Tomlin. (laughs) Like
1: it's just, this is (laughs) good stuff, man.
0: Well, but then don't miss
1: it. You have to follow it up with the ultimate Redskins point, which is of course that there are only two games out of first in the NFC East right now. Well, so I, I tweeted something like that completely
0: sarcastically, but some of the responses,
1: did not seem as if they were picking up on the sarcasm. I don't, I don't think, uh, I think the remaining viewers of this franchise by almost by definition have no sense of humor or sarcasm.
0: Well, it does bring me joy to see Dallas and Philly struggling, you know, like you would, it would hurt all that much more if they were having like, you know on their way to like you know 12 or 13 wins
1: i would have been okay with philly beating kirk cousins and the vikings it's uh, here's the thing as redskins fans we spend more time rooting against people and teams than we do rooting for anything uh it's like uh, i hope kirk cousins loses i hope uh all the other nfc's teams lose Uh, who else do we hate out there i've I've lost track maybe (laughs) mcveigh will lose and we'll be able to hire him you know i i don't know
0: uh, all right, so that's enough for the Redskins. Uh, undefeated Forty ers come to town. Kyle Shanahan this week. We'll talk about that next week. Before well, we go, though, oh yeah, I some... have one
1: question about that. I ha- I actually have not seen. This is a genuine question. Uh, I don't know if you've seen. Do Do you want to guess the line on that game? I don't know what. Yes,
0: it is. Yes, I've not seen it. Uh, so it's in DC. It's not a primetime game, right? This is a Sunday at one or four. I think affair. so. Must
1: be a Sunday at one. Sure, sounds. You good. take
0: that into account though, right? San Francisco traveling. Yeah, sure. East,
1: uh, sure. All right.
0: I'm gonna go 49ers. I want, the heart wants to say seven. I'm gonna go seven.
1: I, I see. My heart wants to say twelve, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go twelve.
0: <laughs> are you looking? Are you looking this up, or do I need?
1: to? No, if if you could look it up, that'd be great. I'm I'm, just, gonna look... <laughs> I'm literally in a pumpkin patch right now. This is not a. This is not a euphemism for
0: something. All right, so uh, NFL Week Seven uh gambling lines, right? That's probably the best way to Google this.
1: I'll vamp. Um hi everybody. Jamie's Googling. I, I have nothing. I'm bad at vamping.
0: Okay, I found it. Great. Good vampire. Good vamp. Ooh, good vamp. Jesus. Um, God, it's never it's never put you in that position maybe. That was the worst. Um, the line is between nine and a half and ten. Okay. On every book out there. So I said seven, you said 12 and a half. We pretty much exactly split.
1: Yeah, we did the difference. And the funny thing is when I said my heart wants to say 12, I was going to take off three for the home for the alleged home field advantage. So I could have gotten it. I could have been there, Jamie. This feels right. I, there's a lot of factors are jumping out of my head. There was the flying East
0: factor. There was the home field, but not really a home field factor. There was the, like, you've got the Redskins are a like, pretty much a bad one in five team. But they, the 49ers are kind of a bad undefeated team. Oh, no, they're not. Have you seen what their defense has done for the last, like, four weeks? Well, I know, but they're they're undefeated and they're playing well, but, like, they weren't considered to be a contender coming in. You know, it's not like they're, like, a powerhouse. They might end up there, but
1: they're not, like... Their defense could could cover the uh, nine-point line all by themselves. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> they could shut Jimmy G down and lose by seventeen.
0: Um, um I'm, I'm not, I I have not been watching the 49ers. I just know that before they beat the Rams this week, it just it seemed like they were kind of like, are they for real or not type of team?
1: I've been watching them for the worst, stupidest reason, which is that I happen to have their defense in fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Um, So I've been paying attention to their defense and they're really, really good. And they're good, not in the way where it's like, uh, bend, but don't break or whatever. Like they're, they're a good explosive defense. And I really think that our... Uh, stable, of of cutting-edge quarterbacks are going to struggle.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm with end. you. Yeah, I'm we, with we, you. Uh, <laughs> we can revisit it next week. <laughs> if McLaurin gets another like touchdown, he, I think he's got five or six now in five games that he's played. Uh, that's going to be really impressive because not only is there no Jordan Reed now, but you know, in
1: no but no one else is doing anything. No. Receiving wise. He, he appears to be doing this with things like good, uh, you know, route running and uh, good catching, good awareness, <laughs> good ability to be deceptive. Like, he seems to be genuinely a good football player. Well, as we've covered, it's because he's a 24 year old rookie. <laughs> um, I was thinking about that. The number of people I've heard talk about him being like, and when you hear him talk, he's mature beyond his years. I'm like, that's not what Jamie would say. Jamie well, would yeah. say that he's like well, middle age. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> um, also, Jordan Reed. Shout out to Jordan Reed. Went on the IR. Career possibly over. Uh, I mean, I think everybody's going to remember him as like a superb talent. And produce when healthy, but couldn't stay healthy. Tons of concussions. Worried about that, of course. But here's my question: Is he the greatest Redskins skill position player? Is he the Redskins skill position player of the decade? Wow! And who else is even in that conversation? It was a bad time.
1: <laughs> it was a bad time. Because um, mean, like, Moss and Portis were more like the 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 aughts. They were the aughts. Uh, you could you could maybe say. Sean Jackson, while he was here, Pierre Garcon, uh, yeah, RG three for that first year. I can't give it to him for one year because I'd give it to Alfred Morris too. Well, I, Alfred Morris is the next I was going to say.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, maybe Garcon or Jackson. They had like multiple years that were good. Chris Thompson. No, now we're in the shallow end. <laughs> it's the Redskins. It's all the shallow end.
1: It's a well. I mean, football.
0: we started with Jordan Reed. The premise being he's the player of the decade. Offensively, I mean, well, Trent Williams is the offensive player of the day, but like at a skill position.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I guess you're right. And Deshaun yes.
0: had three years in DC, missed a little bit of time each year, scored 14 touchdowns. Yeah, he's not, he's not on the level of of Reed, but he's you
1: know in the conversation. He's in the conversation. Maybe it was Kirk Cousins. In some ways, I think it has to be Kirk Cousins. If we include quarterbacks, it might be Cousins. Certainly, I I don't know. I feel like Cousins, the entire poisoned, tedious Cousins saga, uh, combined with his actual on-field performance, combines to make him. He is basically the physical incarnation of the Redskins.
0: Pierre had 2,000-yard seasons in one year where he led the league in catches. So Pierre's, yeah. But, I mean, who is he ever even a pro bowler?
1: I don't know. He certainly fails this sort of like, did you ever, you know, get excited to see him play test? As, this is, this is interesting. I thought Reed had been
0: around longer. He's only. this is only, well, this is his seventh season, but he only played parts of six seasons.
1: Yeah. And I think he only, he only had one truly exquisite season, right? So he,
0: 15.
1: He had 11 touchdowns,
0: 950 yards in only 14 games. That was, that was his career year. He never topped 700 yards in any other season. I don't know. I mean, I mean I, honestly, I, he still might have been, the, like, from a
1: receiver or running back
0: standpoint, he still might have been the Skins player of the decade.
1: He very well might be because they're a terrible team and have been for 20 years. God, that is sad. A dude who didn't have 1,000-yard season
0: and was just riddled with injuries for his six active years. Yeah. I, oh I, God, I, but but it sounds doing? right. It feels right. <laughs> Yeah, feels right. Um in, in any pop cultural uh observations you've got, any, any one thing you must watch, listen to, read this week?
1: No, much like what you said when we talked about it last week. I've been I've been so tied up in the baseball playoffs mm-hmm. and everything else that I that's been about it for me.
0: Um I would I would have said the same, but last night was a night off and I watched El Camino. Oh, I have not watched it. Is it worth watching? I'll give the spoiler-free version of this for you and for anybody else. Uh, I, I really enjoyed Breaking Bad. I didn't, I wasn't like, a, I'm not like a Breaking Bad head. I don't even know that I saw every single episode. I kind of got into it uh, the last few seasons and was, you know, watching and reading recaps and shit at that point. Um, never rewatched it at all. And I found the two minute like catch up thing at the beginning of El Camino to recap the series very useful. <laughs> um, so that's my, that's my like backdrop on it. I really enjoyed El Camino. Uh, okay. Very enjoyable two hours. I, I don't, I think you, I think you could enjoy it if without ever having even seen Breaking Bad. If you have seen Breaking Bad, it would be a richer experience. And I don't think you would be like pissed off or anything. I think maybe, if anything, you, you would be, wildly entertained and and maybe find a a little bit greater appreciation but i don't think it's gonna like leave anybody upset
1: do you do you watch better call saul i saw like season one i think what are we on like four i have no idea i I watched season one and hated it so much that i just had to bail um i enjoyed it but i was just like
0: i i didn't enjoy it enough to stick stick around I didn't it I didn't you
1: know, Yeah, I
0: liked I liked living in that world but like I, I felt like I'd already lived in like a superior version of it.
1: Yes, that, that's that's 100% accurate. It, was, it wasn't hitting the things I liked about living in that world. Mm-hmm. It's obviously really well done and really competently executed, but it just it never grabbed me. So but but this El Camino did, huh?
0: Yeah, I mean, and also it's 2 hours. Like Better Call Saul, I could have done a Better Call Saul movie for sure. You that's know? A good point. but
1: I don't need 40 hours of it. All right. Well, I would. This has actually been the most convincing recommendation of that that I've heard. Oh, I know what the other. Um, the oh, other by, by, by the by, the way, yeah.
0: If you enjoy podcasts and recaps and whatnot, I mean, I am just swimming in it now that I've seen it. I mean, this is just like podcast recap Nirvana. Now that I get to, I get to wade through all the El Camino takes.
1: Oh, that's a good point. I hadn't even I hadn't even looked at that. Yeah, I, great. I bet I have a bunch it's of great. things in my feed. Um <laughs> the one thing that we do have uh pop culture wise in my house is did you hear what Fortnite did?
0: They shut it down,
1: right? Yes yesterday for it's
0: still shut down, I
1: think. Uh as of as of the last time I checked, it was still shut down. My I, mean, son, I don't know anything
0: about Fortnite, and I know that.
1: <laughs> my son was beyond excited. It was the end of uh, season ten, um, which usually they just there's a little, you know, movie, live event, cutscene type thing. Uh, and then they start the next season. Um, and then this time, the end of the cutscene was the entire map getting sucked into a black hole. And then they just left the black hole on everybody's screen for like 25 hours and counting at this point. Um, and it took my son several hours to realize that, like, it wasn't going to change. Um, so watching him experience this disappointment has really um, reminded me of why I... I never made him a redskins fan Wait, because, is he disappointed uh, is it is the expectation that it's not coming back well, so it was it was very unclear for a while um and he's he's only nine so he would believe anything you know he, he would believe that the servers crashed he would believe that it was hacked by the chinese Like whatever any youtuber tells him he would believe had happened <laughs> um so he wasn't sure and had no idea and it, at the minimum he was angry because like he had gotten with us in advance been like, Hey, it's the end of the season. I'm really excited. Can I block out some extra screen time to, you know, play the new season? And we, you know, we're like, sure, well, we can, we can do this. And so then when it actually comes down to it, uh, instead it's literally a black screen and he was miserable. So, uh, it it really, I think that we're getting, it's getting him ready to be a real Redskins fan.
0: Man, that's quite a, this is strategic, which it seems like it is. That's pretty ballsy. It's, a, it's quite a maneuver by the Fortnite. What is it? Epic Gaming.
1: Yeah, it's Epic Games. And what's interesting is that I didn't realize because I've been I've been monitoring it on Twitter now, which I never followed like Fortnite Twitter uh, before. But so that I know what's going on and can at least give my son uh, a little bit of advice, I've been sort of monitoring uh, Fortnite Twitter, and it's um, apparently people were like furious with the game previously and. Uh, playership was allegedly down although you can never tell you can trust that and apparently this is the culmination of a huge thing in the fortnite community that casual players like me and underage players like my son were more or less completely unaware of
0: i i mean i i have no concept of this like seasonality of video games that's such a foreign concept to me it's like i you know because i didn't, haven't played video games in the streaming era
1: <laughs> well so... fortnite, fortnite's fascinating because it's free the battle royale is free so the only place they're making money is on microtransactions which they deliberately do to be cosmetic only so it's not just that like rich people can really juice their characters so the whole existence ecosystem of fortnite has been baffling to me ever since my son started playing it um and it remains baffling and this in itself is baffling like i feel like if they had relaunched it 12 hours in or 16 hours in maybe they could have caught the um the excitement, but this this is it's going on for a while.
0: And today being
1: uh,
0: a holiday, kinda like I don't know. A lot of schools, this the school still let out
1: for Columbus Day or Indigenous Peoples Day? Some some do, some don't. I think it should be the uh, Redskins' official holiday. Of the... <laughs> <laughs> I think they should really just steer straight into the skid and hold like a Columbus Day pep rally. I mean, they've probably tweeted something at this point.
0: I, I'm not following them or oh, whatever. God.
1: <laughs> I, just, just thinking about it actually makes me smile. Maybe you're right. Maybe I do still enjoy these kinds of things because thinking about that is the first thing Redskins related on this podcast that has made me genuinely It's probably like a survey
0: result. Like 90% of the people were okay with fill in the blank.
1: No, absolutely. <laughs> with Columbus just showing up and being like, oh, mine now. Um, all right. What else you got, Jamie? I mean, we've talked too long. You should probably get back to the patch. Yeah, I mean, these pumpkins aren't going to pick themselves, man.
0: All right, have fun. I'll talk to you after the Redskins' uh, 9.5 to 10-point loss.
1: Sounds good to me. See you. Bye.